Hello, friends, and welcome to the first episode of the the Schmoofs podcast, the Schmoofcast. Uh, I don't even think we have a name yet set for it at this point. We just want to know that we're we're trying to push out a podcast and give some more uh, long form content in just the form of us talking and discussing. Because I think that's interesting. I think it's fun. I did podcasting for a while with the uh, Walt Love Podcasting. I missed it. Kristen said she wanted to get into podcasting as well. So here we are. I feel like that puts me on the spot. But it's fine. To a point. (laughs) So we're going to need your help coming up with a name for this thing. Uh, We had some ideas, and it seemed like the logical choice is going to be the Schmoofcast. Uh, Some other ideas we had was like, uh, are you really arguing about that? Because I'm sure you've seen some of our videos. Our arguments get pretty silly sometimes. Especially when it comes to anything like Disney parks or theme parks in general or hotels or... We argue about very weird things. Yeah, it's stuff that typical couples wouldn't argue about. It's not like, hey, you didn't make the bed today. What what the hell gives? It's more of the wall carpets at Epcot. What, why are we arguing about the wall carpets? But, wow, we must be really sad. Uh, yeah, to a point. <laughs> but it's, it's fine. We fit in with the community. Uh, so we figured we'd start with this first episode. It's just kind of like a lead-in and, you know, talk a little bit about ourselves and our expertise in the theme park areas as for like a better wording i guess real yeah you sound so fancy we've been around a while we've both lived in orlando for uh, almost a decade now yeah decade each long time uh we're annual pass holders for not only disney but universal and sea world and bush gardens and aquatica and legoland Everything the in Orlando. I-complex. The I-complex, yeah. <laughs> Anything we could get a season pass for, we have. So we've been around the block numerous times. We know the theme parks like the back of our hand. And we together have over 20 years in the hospitality industry. We, we know we know theme parks. We know hotels. We, we know it well. We've lived it. We've worked it. And we we've hope- obsessed over it. To, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our lives. It's not just about like working parks and resorts or um, anything like that. It's we've kind of lived and breathed it. We've had the opportunity to roll out things. Me personally, I have a decade of experience working. Um, I worked as a cast member. I've worked in boutique resorts in all of that stuff. So we have the professional knowledge of it, but we also have... Just the the personal knowledge, growing up, going to theme parks, and being guests, and you went to a lot of regional parks. Yeah, so I'm originally from Pennsylvania. I know I've said it on the vlog a few times, which if you're not already subscribed, go ahead and subscribe to the Schmoofs on YouTube. We're going to be posting this to YouTube as well as, my goal is to get this up on Anchor, so it's going to be across all of the podcasting platforms. Find us wherever you find your local podcast. (laughs) So I'm originally from Scranton, Pennsylvania. Uh, If you're fans of The Office, you know where that is. It's up to the Northeast. There's a whole bunch of regional parks up there. So I grew up being used to going to amusement parks in the summertime, and then that's it. Um, My first trip to Disney was in 1999. I think I was corrected. We just took a trip to Pennsylvania. He was corrected. He was so sure that uh, his first trip was the same year as my trip to my first trip to Walt Disney World, which was 98. Uh, but someone was. <laughs> <laughs> if you hear a little bit in the background, we have our little puppy Toby uh, in the room with us 
just so he's not whining. And uh, if he's not in the room with us, he whines. But if we're not giving him attention in the room, he will decide to do other things, like make himself a nest. Or currently, he's battling the carpet. So he's he's having a fun time. But yeah, my first trip was in '98. 99? 99, 99, 99. I will eventually get used to saying 99 now. But we, I mean, I've been visiting Disney World almost every year since then before I moved down here in 2011. And I mean, that was, that was something. It was something to be able to be here and see the changes and the progression and the steps forward and the steps back that the parks have taken year after year after year after year. And I never was a, I never was a Universal fan or like we came down to Orlando. We were here for Disney. That's it. So I really wasn't a, we need to go to Universal, we need to go to SeaWorld and do all this other stuff until I actually moved here. And then we we became Universal Annual Pass holders in 2012. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Whenever we go to Universal uh, guest services to, you know, just talk or figure something out with our passes, um, they're always like, oh, you've been a pass member for, oh, you've been a pass member for a long time. So it's always kind of fun to see that. Yeah. It's also nice because it just keeps record. But I have a very different, because you grew up going to amusement parks, and I grew up going to theme parks. And a lot of people are going to be like, well, Kristen, those are the same thing. What what the frick is wrong with you? But they're not. They, they actually fall into two separate categories within the kind of themed entertainment industry, where amusement parks are going to be more of those regional parks. They don't have to correlate or necessarily have a theme or make sense together if you will. And then you have theme parks, which is going to be places like Disneyland or Universal or any of those places where they are coherent themed. The whole park will tie in together. And that's kind of how it goes. So I grew up on the West Coast and was going to theme parks. I was a Disneyland annual pass holder for like all of my childhood. (laughs) Both of my parents are actually from Southern California. So it was very easy to go. My mom is actually from Burbank. She had to drive by the Walt Disney Studios every day on her way to school. So it's it's definitely something that they were both very aware of it and kind of helped with the enthusiasm. But I remember I came, as I said, my first trip to Walt Disney World was in 1998. And then I think I came one more time before I actually started working here. So I was not as familiar with Walt Disney World or Orlando theme parks. We did go to Universal though. Like for us, it was very much a, when we came to Orlando, we did everything. Just like when we went to Southern California, we we do a couple days at Knott's and we do days at Disneyland and we went to Universal Studios or SeaWorld or the San Diego Zoo or kind of all of these things. Magic Mountain, the pier, the list kind of goes on and on and on of kind of my experience but orlando is a different beast yeah and like i said my experience with orlando was very monotone for a while it wasn't until i started living here when i started to realize that there's so much more here than just the disney bubble which is great and i i want to share my experiences with coming out as just a you know a pure just disney pixie duster fan like that and becoming more well-rounded in not just the amusement and theme park industry, but Orlando itself. It's, it's kind of interesting. I mean, we used to we used to go out all every other night trying to find a new restaurant. Uh, that got very expensive very quick, of course. But we we've traveled all across Orlando. 
We've dined at pretty much, I want to say, almost every Disney restaurant. Close. I mean, we also have to remember, if we're counting quick service and stuff, that's when we say that this is expensive, we mean that there's like 300-something restaurants across Walt Disney World, and that's that's a lot. But we we have eaten at every resort. We've eaten at most of the restaurants at Disney Springs. We've eaten at a lot of the in-park restaurants. We, I mean, we've done a lot. Mm-hmm. We've stayed at almost every Walt Disney World resort. Mm-hmm. I want to say at this point, yeah, we've pretty much all the resorts we've stayed at, or we know exactly their accommodations and what they offer. We consider ourselves resort experts and park experts. We've done every ride and attraction at Disney and Universal. And I feel SeaWorld. like that can't be true. I feel like there has to be something that we're missing. One of the things I was missing, it was Circle of Life, but Circle of Life closed down, so... Ha ha, I win, I had that one. Yeah. I think there might be one other thing for me. I don't know. Maybe that's something we do everyone do at some point, is figure out what attraction haven't you done at Walt I, Disney World. I think I haven't done Up a Great Bird Adventure. So yeah, I, I mean... I don't want to be like, hey, we're experts, listen to us. But I hope over the course of this podcast that, you know, you will start to see that we, we I fortunately or unfortunately at this point, know what we're talking about. <laughs> I'm so sad to think of that as an unfortunate thing. It's just, We've devoted our lives to this and now it's just silly side information. Well, you can't really just like, it's, it's not a transferable skill. Like, I can't just go to... <laughs> You can't throw me in the middle of, like, uh, Oklahoma and send me to try to find a job and be like, well, what are your qualifications? Well, I've eaten at Victorian Alberts before. They'll be like, what are you talking about? I'm obsessed with RMC. Yeah, that's another thing. <laughs> that's, that's the whole, How? Can, what are you looking for in a job? Something that I can share my love of wooden roller coasters. Yeah, so very, very untransferable skills uh, growing here in Orlando. <laughs> I'm realizing how silly this sounds as I'm saying it out loud, but I think that's part of the fun. It's definitely going to be growing pains. Yeah. But our goal is is that we want to talk about a couple of different things that we find interesting that we hope someone else finds interesting. Because if it's just us, it becomes way more sad. Yeah. But if it's if there's other people out there that have opinions that they want to share or are interested in hearing what we have to say then I feel like that's a very exciting thing. Absolutely. And uh, a lot of the podcast here, and I know for a while on YouTube, it was trying to be like the first on breaking news and stuff. Like I said, we recently just did a Pennsylvania trip and the YouTube focus has come back down to... What do we find interesting? That That's it. This has we... always been... So Brett's big thing is like, he's very interested in the news and the now. I'm not because I feel like news will always change. The new thing, it doesn't matter if it's new, it's going to be here, and it's better to enjoy it at your own pace than than try and get in with all the new people. So remembering that and remembering, like we talked about, the fact we, we do see a lot of this stuff. And yeah, it is extremely interesting that you get a, uh, a new barge out on... <laughs> the illumination the- or the harmonious barge appears, and then you have every blogger and vlogger in Orlando going over there to get pictures or video of this brand new barge. And yeah, I think it's interesting. It's interesting for four seconds, but at the end of the day, everybody has the same exact content. And that's not what the goal to do here is. 
of course, we'll end up talking about some recent, like, some newer things. Like, I'm sure we'll end up talking about the Ratatouille expansion in Tron at one point. And if you listen to Walt Live Podcasting, you know that Star Wars Galaxy's Edge will be talked about. Because it is always talked about. Yeah, all the time. So, uh, the, the goal with this is to discuss things that we want to discuss. And, uh, I mean... But you can expect... So, we do talk... We've discussed it. This isn't just... We aren't just free balling, I promise. Some of the things that we'd like to discuss are we have very different views. As we mentioned, Brett's East Coast, I'm West Coast. We have very different ideas in terms of what is better, how things should be done. We also can speak to things like operations, things that we would change for operations, or even hypothetical questions that we'd love to just talk about and go through. So those are a lot of the things that we're hoping to bring to this podcast. Again, this is just a intro. Please do not. <laughs> we're hold just this rambling. As the uh, oh well, the next one's going to be like this. I promise we do have a somewhat structure, hopefully, eventually. But there will be some growing pains, and I hope you guys can come with us as we do that. But I think that's that's it for now. Yeah, I mean, just a quick and easy. I know we've we've had the uh, YouTube. We started it back right before COVID stuff started, and we kind of hit a wall with it because right when we started, it's we chose. We have great timing, everyone. Yeah. Great timing. <laughs> so uh, being able to move forward with that during COVID and after COVID, and or uh, there's no after COVID at this point, but after the parks have reopened, and just pushing and moving interesting content from there. Uh, this is going to be in addition to the regular content that you'd be seeing. Check us out on Instagram at the Schmoofs. Yeah. And on YouTube at the Schmoofs. And on Twitter at the Schmoofs. I think you guys can see a correlation here. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're out there. I've been around the Disney Twitter sphere for a long time. And uh, I think Kristen's still just getting started in it. I think this is just one of those things that I wish that we had been recording as you were doing it. But earlier, Brett's response is, well, people kind of know me. Like, they know who I am. You're still new to this, but they, they know me. And I don't think I could have rolled my eyes harder. <laughs> it was bad. It was funny. But, yes, if you follow him at Schmoofy, he has been around on Twitter for a long time. I am not a big Twitter person. It's just not a platform that I find very easy. Brett will tell you I get sucked in the comments too much. Yeah, Kristen will read every comma on every reply and every thread. I do. I So it's kind of like novel work for me whenever I go on Twitter. So usually I will leave that to Brett. So if you don't already, please follow him at Schmoofy on Twitter. You will see that he is very sarcastic. Hopefully we can tone that down a little bit uh, for, for this. But you can definitely expect a little bit of the sarcasm. We don't take ourselves too seriously for the most part. There are certain things that we do argue about or we do have very extensive feelings about that absolutely make no sense. So we are excited to get into that with you guys and just so you can kind of see a little bit more of the passion and the the dynamic i guess we have yeah when it comes to these parks and show you really why we do this yeah that, that's it for our intro friends <laughs> stay tuned for episode one yeah well honestly we should probably push, push them at the same time we'll see stay tuned for episode one, one. <laughs> well signing off for the night this is brett and Kristen. thank you for listening <laughs>